0: Dr. S. Fisher is Natalie Cohen, Professor of Sociology at the University of California at Berkeley. Together with fellow sociologist Dr. Michael Hout of New York University, Dr. Fisher has been examining the reasons behind America's changing religious landscape for more than a decade, and they are the co-authors of the paper, Explaining Why More Americans Have No Religious Preference, Political Backlash, and Generational Succession, 1987-2012. to Dr. Fisher, thank you for being with us on State of Belief Radio.
1: My pleasure. Glad to talk to you. Uh,
0: You've been working in this area for a long time. What got you interested in the subject of American religion?
1: Well, I've uh, been working for a long time, even longer time, in trying to understand the nature of American uh, culture and how it's changed over the generations, and you certainly cannot understand America if you don't understand religion in America, Mm -hmm. since Americans are uh, distinctively a religious people compared to other Western peoples, and uh, religion has played such an important role in the development of the American culture and the American society.
0: You and Dr. Hout write that uh, you are challenging conventional causality in your paper. Frankly, one of the reasons for talking right now is because in recent days we've seen uh, polling data released and interpretation of it, and there are differences of opinion, but they seem to be based not so much on actual data as on interpretations of the data. So, i 'm interested in hearing you talk about what really is going on outside of what we would call conventional causality.
1: Everything we know about the modern world, whether it 's uh, the development of the economy or development of science uh, education this is the argument undermines belief and undermines religion mm. and uh, People have been making that argument now for a couple of centuries, and uh, one of the interesting uh, challenges to that point of view has always been the American case, uh, in which uh, Americans have uh, persisted for generations in declaring unusually high levels of faith compared mm-hmm. to other Westerners, and unusually high levels of church membership, uh, participation in church services, and so forth. And that is a very interesting part of the American story. It's part of uh, what I would call American exceptionalism, which doesn't necessarily mean American superiority, but means American difference. Mm-hmm. One thing that's appeared in the data, and this is what Mike Hout and I started looking at and writing about about uh, 15 years ago, is since about uh, 1990, there has been a shift, and it's been shown up in several major polls, a distinctive increase in the proportion of Americans who went surveyed and asked a standard question about religion. What would you say your religion is, Protestant, Catholic, Jewish, other or none? Picking the none option. And it went from a single digits in around 1990, 6%, 7%, 8%, to double digits by 2000, and now it's around 20%, give or take.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. This is a phenomenon we focused on. Now, a lot of the writing, conventional writing, goes along the lines of, well secularization has finally arrived in the United States. This is the uh, crumbling of faith. This is the uh, abandonment of the church. Uh, We saw it in uh, Western Europe. We're going to see it now finally in the United States. Mm -hmm. When Mike and I look at the data, what is striking to us very much, and it was true in the first paper we wrote on this, uh, published in 2002, and the most recent paper that you referenced that we just published uh, about a year ago, Mm -hmm. what is striking is that when you look at measures of actual faith, do you believe in God? Or in what sense do you believe in God? Or religious practice like praying, private practice, private piety. When you look at religious piety, you don't see very much change over that same period. I'm not saying there's no change, but there really is a modest amount of change. What really seems to be happening is that Americans are making a declaration against religion with a capital R. And we interpret this very much as a distancing and alienation from organized religion, Mm -hmm. from the established uh, denominations and churches, that a growing proportion of Americans, now roughly about one in five, are making that kind of a statement. Even though a large proportion of those very same people will uh, express uh, some kind of belief either in God in the traditional sense or higher power, and uh, and a striking proportion of them will report things like praying. Mm -hmm. So for us, the changes are not about Americans' faith and belief. It's about the relationship of a chunk of Americans to organized religion.
0: Let me explore that with you for a minute in in terms of causation. I've done a lot of work through the years with the Interfaith Alliance on the politicization of religion in um, our nation, how significant is the influence of that, the politicization of religion, to Americans' disaffection with organized religion?
1: Well, a major argument that Mike Hout and I made in 2002, and we reiterated in this most recent paper, is that we think that is the key issue here. And if you think of politics, not just in terms of electoral politics, the, for instance, very explicit alignment. Of uh, conservative denominations with the Republican Party, that's one sense of it, or politicization in a wider sense, that is, of uh, the sort of culture wars over sexuality, over abortion, uh, over gays, and so forth, which then feeds into electoral politics. Mm-hmm. So we have all these uh, elections that revolve around issues like abortion or gay marriage and so on. We think that the evidence clearly shows that the major thrust in what's happened over the last uh, now 25 years or so is a large chunk of Americans have basically gone through the following thought process. You ask me if I have any religion. The word religion brings to mind these positions on politics and cultural issues. If that's what religion is, count me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, put me down, and your survey is no religion. Hmm. I think it's very much a statement uh, uh, people are making, a uh, rejection of organized religion. When you look at the survey data and you ask, well, what groups seem to be showing this rapid disaffection from religions, rapid increase in stating, I have no religion? Mm-hmm. It's very much connected to politics. That the, the trend took off and has been much more accelerated with people who couldn't consider themselves liberals. It took off later and is modest among people who consider themselves political moderates. Mm -hmm. And it's a very minor trend among people who consider themselves political conservatives. Mm -hmm. This does is major evidence, along with other things, that a lot of what's going on here is people's backlash, you might say, against the seeming marriage of religion and conservative politics, conservative cultural politics over the last uh, quarter century.
0: In your research, you uh, make a distinction that I think is really important, and I'd like for you to talk a little bit more about. Talk about how you distinguish between faith and religion
1: in the American religious system, which is largely Protestant-derived. Uh, there's a big emphasis in declarations of belief uh, and theology, and so there have been this, over the many decades, survey researchers have asked standard questions: Do you believe in God? Or more sort of uh, polished variations of that. What do you mean by God? What kind of sense do you have of God? They've also asked questions about to what extent you believe in the literal content of the Bible, or do you think it's uh, metaphoric, or do you think it's just a bunch of stories? Survey researchers have asked people about their private devotional practice. Uh, How often do they pray? Uh, They've asked about attendance at religious services. And the basic story is, if you look at these other indicators of personal, private faith or piety, they have not changed much in the last couple of generations. Mm -hmm. The uh, proportion of Americans who believe in the literal truth of the Bible has declined maybe a few percent, but nothing dramatic, nothing like this huge increase in the proportion of people who say, I have no religion. Mm -hmm. And similarly on most of these other items, uh, if you look at uh, church attendance, they separate out the people who declare themselves of having no religion. Church attendance in the last uh, quarter century or so, uh, forty or even longer, has been slightly declining, but not by any dramatic means. Yeah. What this generates, how and I have described, is a large group of people who are what we call unchurched believers. Mm-hmm. They express some kind of faith that we would identify as religious. Sometimes they use the language It's become very popular in recent uh, decades. Oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, mm-hmm. which I think is a sword again, another way of saying I don't like that term religion with the R in it. And so you have this, I think, a growing proportion of people who have uh, what many would consider a religious impulse, but they don't label it that way. They might label it spiritual, and they have beliefs, but they are disaffected from organized religion. Mm -hmm. We've always had a group of people, by the way, who we called church Mm non-believers. That is, people who tell you, yes, they're a member of a church, yes, they go to services, but they don't believe in the literacy of the Bible or the of the Bible, uh, or they're not believers at all. So there's always been a mix. But one of the interesting things, I think, is the development of a larger and larger growing set of people who have kinds of religious uh, instincts uh, who, in an earlier age, would have been conventional members of a conventional church.
0: hmm Does your work lend itself to any predictions about the future of this whole matter?
1: like to say, say that social scientists aren't in a, a business of prediction, because all sorts of things can turn around. Uh, one ironic turnaround, for instance, is if you go back to the 60s and people complained about religion and politics, there was people on the right complaining about all these liberal ministers. Mm-hmm. Uh, things yes. can turn around fast. I do imagine, however, that we may be entering a situation which is really novel in American history. We've had ups and downs over the course of American history in people's religiosity. There were earlier periods in which wise observers said uh, religion was collapsing in America. Actually, there was a 1907 a delegation of ministers went to visit Theodore Roosevelt to help try to get his help uh, because of uh, the collapse of faith in the United States. Uh, This is 1907. And in the 1950s, we had a huge surge of church building in America, and then it looked like religion was on the march. So these things go up and down. But I would say that if you're getting a generation, we're still talking about a minority here, but if you're getting a large number of people, a new generation, who have said, for these cultural and political reasons, I'm not stepping inside a church, mm-hmm. and they grow up and they have kids, and they do not take those kids to church. Mm-hmm then you may be uh, moving to a stage where you're just sort of developing large numbers of younger people and their children and their grandchildren who've never been exposed to the church. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to come back to the church if you've never been exposed to the church. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's sort of a conventional story to be exposed to the church as a child, wander away during your late teens and 20s, and then come back. But we may be seeing a, a, a significant chunk of the population that as they become parents, are not going to expose their kids to the Church. And that might be hard to change back. So these cycles I mentioned before, in American uh, history of surges of religiosity and declines of religiosity, uh, it's a possibility that we've sort of uh, moved to a new phase here.
0: Hmm. Dr. Claude S. Fisher is the co-author with fellow sociologist Dr. Michael Hout. Of a comprehensive academic paper titled Explaining Why More Americans Have No Religious Preference Political Backlash in Generational Succession, 1987 through 2012. Friends, this is an important work, and we're going to link to it from stateofbelief.com. His books include Century of Difference How America Changed in the Last 100 Years, and most recently, Lurching Toward Happiness in America. Dr. Fisher, I hope this is the beginning of a conversation that we can continue, because I'm fascinated by your insights and uh, your brilliance in telling us uh, what that's all about. Thank you for being with us today on State of Belief Radio. My pleasure.